Hello friend, I created this podcast because I want to serve busy souls like you, looking to up level and live your best life. I chose 9 minutes because everyone has 9 minutes and the number 9 signifies serving humanity, good karma and providing a positive example. In this podcast, I connect you with some of the most influential and successful people in the world who are excited to share their number one advice or success tip with you to help you live your best life. Hello everyone, thank you so much for joining my podcast. Today's guest is Jenny Opal. She is a Fortune 500 corporate strategist turned author. Her book is Rank number one, Amazon new release. The name of the book is In Action, Rethinking the Path to Results. Really cool book, very niche. Jenny, thank you so much for writing an amazing book. And thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Naveen. So this is so cool. The the reason is so cool is that even in your cover of your book, that's a hamster wheel, right? We are in a society of do, do, do. And if you don't do something like you're being lazy, you know, you're given these, these names. Um, so on this book, you talked about inaction, learning to do it, inspired action. Can you explain this concept and teach us how we could use this concept to thrive? That's a great question. Uh, and I appreciate you asking me how can we use this to th- thrive rather than survive, <laughs> which is lot, what a lot of people do nowadays. Um, the title of the book is In Action. It's a play on words. Normally, you're right. We associate inaction with being paralyzed into fear or being frozen and missing out on opportunities. What I'm talking about in this book through stories and research and my own life examples is Periods of thoughtful pauses, when leveraged correctly, can actually give you a much better set of actions to pursue to get your results. So it is not about defaulting into an action path and barreling down and going into the hamster wheel, like you mentioned, but it's about stopping long enough for inspired and powerful action to come through. And the goal of my book is really to celebrate ambitious people who want results And I'm saying a thoughtful pause will probably get you there faster than just chasing action. I love that when you say inaction lead to inspired action. And you give so many great examples on your book. When you take that strategic stuff in play, you get to have this extra bonus. That's right. The the goal is about inspired action Maybe you'll get on a non-linear path to results. You may come up with new ideas that otherwise you would have never thought of. The idea is all about getting to powerful results rather than, you know, mediocre or incremental results if you follow the incremental action path. Jenny, can you talk about um, some of the things that you talk about? Sometimes taking action might be the problem. That's right. When we are acting from a state of urgency, very often our actions are misguided because we are coming from a place of distress. 
And the pandemic has given us many examples of leaders who are in a state of emergency and then they take actions which are thoughtless. They come across as thoughtless. They are under pressure to do something about it. We see this in like elected officials and leaders where they have a lot of pressure from everybody around them, do something about it. And they'll take some action. It may not be the best action. It may not serve everybody, but they did something about it. So how do we go about when, when, when the house is burning, quote unquote, how can we go about doing inaction? Because it's inaction is really not doing anything. So how do we, what's the first, first step? Right. That's a great question. I have a story in the book about a CEO who was informed about the death of a child on a machine made by his company. This is a big crisis. And he knew that a crisis like this could actually shut them down. It's, it was a healthcare company. And normally a CEO in that situation is required to take action from a crisis playbook, right? You play defense, you lawyer up, you call an emergency staff meeting. He went for a walk for two hours. In those two hours, he realigned with his principles. He came up with some ideas on what to do, which were very different from the traditional path of lawyering up. I won't get into the details now, but it led to amazing results. One thing led to another to another. He established trust with the hospital because he leaned in. They trusted him. It led to all sorts of improvements in quality on the production floor in this company led by his team because they were inspired by the story of his actions and the results he got. This is an example of inaction doesn't mean sitting on your you know, thumbs and twiddling around. It is about taking a thoughtful pause. And the pause in this case, in the bigger scheme of things, a two-hour walk is nothing. The results he got were phenomenal. And you know what? You, 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 all this is really, you are backing up through science as well, neurologists, neurology talked about mind wandering, right? It's, it's good for us. It's beneficial. Right. As a practitioner of meditation for years, I was convinced mind wandering is bad because it's a distracted mind and meditation was always presented as an antidote. But to my own surprise, I came across research and I spoke to a neurologist out of UCLA where they talked about how if you leverage mind wandering, if you give yourself time to literally stare into empty space, not scroll social media, don't read news, don't listen to music, your mind, there are parts of your brain that light up that actually connect the dots on information you have been collecting and come up with creative ideas. Those in the performing arts, actors, artists, they know this. They know the power of walking around aimlessly and letting ideas come through. The rest of us in the business world didn't get the memo. And uh, so I, this is my attempt at, at bringing some of those ideas into the business world. Uh, and I've used a lot of that technique. I started mind wandering when I was writing the book to you know, work through my own mental blocks. And it's, it's a very powerful technique. So Jenny, can you tell us how did you use the mind wandering? You wrote this book in, in an year that was really so much chaos around us. So teach us your practice of mind wandering along your journey with writing the book. Uh, this book, uh, In Action, Rethinking the Path to Results, I decided to write the book. I wrote the book and I published it in about 11 and a half months, which all things considered is very fast. And usually writing a book is a recipe for burnout. 
I was pretty determined I'm not going to burn out. <laughs> that would be very ironic if I wrote the book about, <laughs> you know, not burning out and I burned out myself. And uh, mind wandering, I, in the beginning, I just started scheduling half an hour in my calendar, funny as it sounds, to sit there and do nothing. It is, it is very unnatural. It felt unnatural to me. My hand would automatically go out to the phone because, you know, you get bored and you want to do something. So in the beginning, it's going to be tricky and awkward. Find a private place because if you're in a public place, maybe staring into nothing will make you feel awkward. But give it a try. Do it for half an hour the next one day or something. And don't be in a hurry to write down notes. If an idea comes up, trust that if a powerful enough idea comes up, you'll remember it. But allocate half an hour. That's what I started with. Uh, there were many times in the book writing process that I was stuck with an idea and a chapter wouldn't come through or a point wasn't clear. And over and over again, I found that uh, I got to go back to letting my mind wander. So Jenny, to summarize, to do the inaction slash the mind wandering, schedule it, find a private place. Um, you say about 30 minutes to start with? 30 minutes is enough. It's probably going to be difficult to do any longer because it's, you know, we are wired to fill the time. We get bored. Start with 30 minutes, get comfortable, and then you can increase it from there. And just really leave our phone, leave the electronics. It's, so it's almost as if we are going to meditation, but not meditation, just letting whatever thoughts come to you to come. It is quite the opposite of meditation where you are letting the mind wander, you're letting thoughts come and you don't try to, in meditation, you would try to bring your attention back to your breath. I'm saying in this case, no need to do that. Truly let your mind sort this thing out. That's really cool. Really, it's actually a skill to practice, like you said, to harness the, the, the brain power, brain energy to come to you. That is exactly what it is. We think we have to do all the work. We underestimate our brain has a lot more idea, a better idea, a better capability of finding the solution than if we were chasing it. So Jenny, how can people learn more about this book, where people can find this book and how can they connect with you? Uh, you can find the book uh, online, Amazon and Barnes & Noble or any other online bookseller. Um, you can also go to my website, geniupal.com. I have a signed copy offer going on right now. I do love listening from readers or people who have not yet decided to buy the book. Just tell me what you think of the thesis, whether you agree or disagree. On my website, there is a way to contact me or they can DM me on LinkedIn. You know what I love about this, that this podcast is nine to thrive and it's all about thriving. And we always think do, do, do. But here's a uh, Amazon number one new release book that's saying that in action, like literally go to a room, sit down and let thoughts come. And those thoughts are going to be more magical and help us thrive. So Jenny, thank you so much for this, giving this great in action idea. It was such a pleasure to talk to you, Naveen. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you are the kind of person who loves to help others and you found value in this podcast, please do share with your friends and your family. I know if you found value, they will too. I believe 
we should always strive to be the best version of us. Let's pay it forward and help more people. If you would please leave a great review on iTunes or the podcast platform you are listening, I'd be grateful. That will enable me to reach more people to serve, people who are looking for their next level of success in life. Together, we can transform the world. If you have any questions or suggestions, please reach out to me at podcast at naveenhealth.com and through my social media.